guys. Welcome to Dial H for Hagar, the podcast where I, Jesse Wilson, discuss a new Hagar the Horrible comic strip every week with a guest. This week we've got Seth African, my South African cousin from South Africa. Say hi, Seth. Right, mine. I'm South African. Okay, great. Let's get started. Uh, this week, uh, we're looking at a strip where Hagar and Lucky Eddie are on a mountain looking at a bird nest with the... Oh, fuck, Seth, what time is it? Alright, here we are. I'm at Stowe Lake in Golden Gate Park. It's 7.23 a.m. Uh, the plan was for me to meet with Jesse at 7.15 and I received a text about two minutes ago from him saying he's just now leaving from his uh, hometown, which I would estimate is a 45, 50 minutes away. Um, so I'm sitting here alone in my car, not really sure what to do with myself. So I think I'm gonna do some solo birding and uh, report back, report back. Um, my heart is filled with disappointment uh, at Jesse's lack of punctuality, but, um, as we've all learned over time, life is full of disappointment, so, you know, just gonna move past that. Hey guys, uh, it's Jesse here, I'm driving over the mountain and, uh, across the Golden Gate Bridge as fast as I can, and, uh, I'm trying to also keep an eye out for birds out the window, we'll let you know if I see any. Looks like uh, there's a, maybe a red-tailed hawk circling overhead. Hard to tell because I'm driving so fast, but uh, I will keep my eyes peeled and get back to you soon. Alright, standing out here on the grass, following these big creatures. I'm not really sure what they are. They kind of look like off-brand turkeys. Um, and they're they're walking with purpose as they look on the ground. Maybe looking for earthworms that have come up. Can't really tell. They don't seem interested in me at all. I'm very close to them and they're not of concern. They have, they have red crest. Is that the right term? Hmm, I don't know. Someone should make a joke about how bird's favorite toothpaste is crest. Actually, they probably shouldn't. They shouldn't make that joke. This would be a bad joke. Oh, they're slowly approaching me now. <laughs> hey guys, uh, it's Jesse checking back in. Uh, I want to tell you a joke that I just thought of. Okay. Who is a bird's favorite basketball player? Dr. J. Uh, I'm looking at a J right now. Some type of J. You can tell it's a J because it's got that protrusion from the back of its head, you know? Kind of like it's wearing a backwards hat. People say they're the cool kids of the bird species, but others disagree. Is me birding alone kind of cheating on Jesse? That's the question I'm wondering right now. I'm starting to feel bad seeing all these cool birds without him, you know? I guess that's the sign of true friendship, you know? When you're out doing something without your friend and 
you think to yourself, boy, Jesse sure would enjoy these birds. Ah, shit. Uh, new update, folks. Uh, I've just hit a line of ducks with my car. Not sure what kind. Unfortunately, there's no time to go back and check. Oh, fuck, I forgot my bird guide. All right, I'm following a bird right now, a water bird. It's rolling with the ducks, but it's got a big head, white in the back, black in the front. Very goofy looking, much more unique. The other birds, can't wait for Jesse to see the pics. Had a moment not too long ago where a couple enthusiastically said good morning to me. And as I said good morning back, I realized they were saying that to the couple behind me who they knew personally. Made me want to crawl into a box and die. Okay, I've gone back for the bird guide. I'm uh, driving as fast as I possibly can. Uh, but Thomas is definitely going to have to uh, have some time to fill. So I hope he's getting into some interesting shenanigans over there. The sparrows are well camouflaged in the ground, you know. Good for them. As another runner approaches, I stop recording to avoid embarrassment once again. Jesse here again, folks. I'm uh, back at my mom's house, and it looks like there are a couple of golden crowned sparrows at the feeder. So, uh, I'll mark that. Oh, looks like I've already checked it off on my bird list, but I'll put another check mark next to the box. And now I'm leaving again for real. Alright, it's now 8 a.m. back in my car. The uh, the safety of my own automobile escaped from the constant drizzle of the outside world. Saw some great birds. Uh, have mixed feelings, you know, because what if Jesse shows up and we don't see any of those birds, you know, again? And then I feel bad that I saw them without him, you know? Or if we see some of the same birds I've already seen, am I supposed to just act surprised like it's my first time seeing those birds like oh yeah that is a cool bird jesse and back of my head i'm like saw that bird 45 minutes ago big deal so mixed feelings you know jesse being late has really got me contemplating how to how to deal with the outside world you know should i scold him for being so so tardy you know I remember one time I, I told my mom I'd be at her apartment at 2 p.m. No, I said 2-ish, two 2-ish. Two and I showed up at 2.30 and she brought up throughout the day six times how I was late. And <laughs> I, I'm still resentful of her being resentful of that. So I feel like I should just, you know, maybe say one thing like, ah, man, come on. And then that's it. Let it go, you know? I'm going to work that one out. But definitely walked the entire lake. Saw some cool birds. Nothing really to do now but wait for Jesse. Um, probably just going to look at my phone. Maybe look at some stocks. See how those are doing. Oh, Jesse's calling me. Okay, here we are. 8-11 outside. I'm here with Jesse. He's arrived. 
with his bird book. I sped over to the Mount Tam, almost hydroplaning into ravines. Oh my lord. Yeah. It was intense. But I figured out how to shut my car window all the way, so oh, it that's made driving in the rain a lot easier. Uh-huh. It didn't shut before? There's a little gap in the back. Mm. I okay. kinda got do kind of a thing like you do with your window where you get your hands on Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I too have a broken window, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. But uh Anyway, let's yeah. talk birds. Yeah, let's talk birds. So we're, we're here. Standing really close. We're here next to the off-brand turkeys that I saw earlier, without Jesse. They didn't really move too far in the 40 minutes since I saw them last. And uh, Jesse doesn't know what they are either. So I'm. We're very confused and disappointed. But I think there's some kind of exotic duck that only lives in Golden Gate Park. Yeah. Right. So we've uh, we've identified the blackhead, white-billed bird as an American coot, which Jesse identified as also a term for a otter eccentric old man, right? The type of person you might see in Golden Gate Park. <laughs> so American coot, and we're looking at one right now. It's, it's cleaning itself, which seems odd because it's a water bird, so. I guess we've learned that not every water bird is a duck. Yeah. This yeah. is like not the comprehensive guide. This is just like Jesse. You didn't bring the comprehensive I bring guide. Com I didn't bring Western birds. <laughs> All right. Well, we just encountered a, a a real birder, and he he schooled us. Let us know what's up. Let us feel like amateur shit. He really slammed us <laughs> in a way that he sort of acted like he was being encouraging, but I was yeah. kind of quietly devastated too. Right. He knew what he was doing, but uh, the off-brand turkeys we saw earlier. Those are ducks and he informed us that real birders don't count them because they're domesticated ducks yeah i didn't know there were birds that didn't count yeah i guess we can't count either yeah any you know and i guess all mention of duck has to be deleted from this podcast <laughs> yeah we'll be bleeping that as true yeah we'll just be bleeped out as true birders <laughs> uh but we had a great conversation with them yeah. He, he grabbed Jesse's uh, birding bug. He's like, ah, let me show you where it <laughs> I was is. flipping for the index. He's like, no, ducks are at the front. <laughs> Which, that's another thing we learned. That ducks are always at the front of uh, bird guides. Yeah, so we're really learning a lot today. And uh, <clears throat> Jesse made the great point that how you can identify a birder. <clears throat> Look for the, a guy in a vest. A vest with pockets. A vest with pockets. And he indeed was in a vest with pockets. So... That's a, that's a hot tip for all you amateur birders, if you don't know what you're looking for. Um, I think we should, after we scope out initially the ducks, we walk to a corner store, buy some bread. Yes. And we get these ducks a little excited. Let's go there. Yeah. Okay, so that's the plan for the day. Now this is my second part of my Subway two-part joke. I was in downtown Boise, Idaho, and I saw a duck, and I knew the duck was lost, because ducks ain't supposed to be downtown. There's nothing for them there. So I went to a Subway sandwich shop. I said, let me have a bun. But she wouldn't sell me just the bun. She said I had to have something on it. She told me it's against regulations for Subway to sell just the bun. I guess the two halves ain't supposed to touch. So I said, all right, we'll put some lettuce on, which I did. They said, that'll be $1.75. I said, it's for a duck. They said, all right, well, then it's free. See, I did not know that. Ducks eat for free at Subway. Had I known that, I ordered a much larger sandwich. <laughs> Let me have the steak fajita sub, but don't bother ringing it up. It's for a duck. 
there are six ducks out there, and they all want sun chips. I find that ducks' opinion of me is very much influenced over whether or not I have bread. A duck loves bread, but it does not have the capability to buy a loaf. That's the biggest joke on the duck ever. Like if I worked at a convenience store and a duck came in and grabbed a loaf of bread with his beak and walked out, I would let him go. All right, just an update. We're here, it's uh, 8.58 a.m. We walked to the top of a hill, saw a few little birds that I, 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 um, I thought were sparrows, but Jesse scolded me and let me know. Small. Not all little birds are sparrows, dum-dum. That's right. Mm -hmm. I was looking through uh, you old coot. <laughs> I was looking through the flycatcher section, but it doesn't look like they're flycatchers either. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they scurried away. They were not very... Mm, they didn't want our company, I guess. No. And then a, a Parks and Rec guy just drove by in a Ford Ranger, and he informed us that it was clear the other day, and he saw... He saw... Goldfish. Goldfish. In the water. No, goldfinches. Oh, finches. Oh. I thought you were saying goldfish. <laughs> I thought you were saying really the water was clear. A kooky thing to say. Like, cool, man. I didn't know. I didn't know. goldfish. Yeah, gold, golden finches. Now, these park rangers know their shit. And they keep yeah. coming up to us because we got this bird guide. Oh, is that why? So he saw the book. Yeah. And he... Our bird guide is attracting other bird watchers. They know what we're doing. <laughs> They're like, young bird watchers. <laughs> Probably extra yeah. exciting. Hip looking. All right, here we are, 9, 10 a.m. And uh, another friendly Parks and Rec guy just drove by on his ATV and uh, let us know that there's a blue heron up ahead named Bob. And here we are. Here we are. A celebrity bird in our midst. In our midst. We're looking at Bob. I feel kind of like paparazzi too, because we're like looking through him at a gate. He's right. like trying to enjoy his life in his reclusive little uh, enclosed. Yeah, From there's a chain link fence around this enclosed water area, and he's within it just chilling. And looking at us suspiciously. Yeah. He's yeah. turning his head, and we've. It's a. I don't know, we've been remarking on the uh, funny nature of blue herons' heads. Yeah, birds are weird because their eyes are on the side of their head, so if they're looking straight at you, are they not looking at you? Right. That's yeah, our yeah, dilemma. yeah, yeah. My head is spinning right now. I don't know what to think about it. <laughs> and it look the heron looks like it has no head right now. Yeah. It looks like it's been totally decapitated. It's got a narrow head, so if it turns at a certain angle, you don't see anything. So maybe they're turning to us to hide their head. Mm-hmm. But I doubt it. Yeah. I'd like to get closer to Bob. Let's get close. Okay. All right. We'll report back. All right, so we just walked to the other side of this water enclosure. He's, he's toying with us, Thomas. <laughs> to get a closer look at Bob, and he promptly flew to the other side. And we, <laughs> we yelled curse words at him, which um, I don't know how to feel about my life when I'm yelling at birds for not wanting to be closer to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you Okay, so we walked to the other side, and he flew to the other side again. We were whispering, we were trying to be stealthy, and what I wanted to say earlier is, Bob the Blue Heron. Um, that feels like um, lazy naming. Yeah. You know? That's a good point. I did kind of think that when the guy said that. Yeah. Bob the Blue Heron? Like, come on. Bob's like the most textbook name that you could give your yeah. mascot. Maybe like Bartholomew? Nah. Yeah. Don't want to go too far with it. Don't okay. go too far. I, I, I mean, I get that they're trying to st stick with the, the B, you know? 
but oh, because Bob the blue hair, yeah, 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 yeah. it should be something like Flash or something. Like Ooh, that. yeah, 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 that works too. What about Blaze? Ooh, Jesse, that's it right there. All right, well, today is a new day <laughs> when Bob dies and Blaze is born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, readers, if anyone asks you about, the, if you see any birders walking around Golden Gate Park, uh, tell them to check out Blaze the Blue Heron. Yeah, oh, have you seen Blaze the, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Information. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how grassroots movements start. That's right. And this is our cause. That's how we all learned that uh, Richard Gere shoved a gerbil up his ass. <laughs> Did that, I don't think that really happened, right? <laughs> okay, well, let's go get some bread, Jesse. Okay, all shove right. up our asses. <laughs> all right. Huge loaves. All right, shit happening. Here we are. Um, we're near water. We Thomas were, loves gulls for some reason. We, so were, we had to get close to the gull. We were approaching a seagull, or maybe it's a lake gull. And then, much like a girl, the gull <laughs> ran away once we got close. Don't, uh, would you say birds are kind of like uh, women in Come that? Back gulls. They can uh, they can smell desperation on a guy. <laughs> I think there might be something to that. <laughs> and uh, when you're desperate to get close to them, they, they sense that and they scurry away, you know? So I wonder what the deal with this lone seagull is. Maybe we should throw something at it. The other birds don't seem to want to associate with them. We're looking for rocks on the ground right now. Mm, nothing is handy. Jesse found a rock. He's going to throw it. He threw it at the seagull. Oh, good throw! That wasn't bad. The seal flew away. And it, it was trying to be cool about it, but it was it was pretty scared. Yeah, it's funny with when you approach seagulls, you can see them there like they're gonna be like, I'm going away, but I'm going away really <laughs> slow. I'm I it's not because I'm afraid, I'm choosing to go over here right now. Yeah. Um nice try, birds. We know you're uh are full of fear. Yeah. Until they all learn to, until all the bird species learn to communicate as one and rise up. Like oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the movie Rise of the Planet of the Birds. <laughs> Jesse was talking earlier about a sequel to the movie The Birds by oh, Alfred Yeah, tell Hitchcock. him your subtitle, too. <laughs> well, you said that it should be a movie with no people because the birds have killed all the people. And so it'll be birds too, no humans, right? Is that <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And all the all the different bird species uh, fight each other for dominance of the earth. Yeah, and it wouldn't be no CGI bullshit. It'd just be like animatronic <laughs> little birds, like like. And some real birds too. Well, a lot of birds are gonna die in the making of the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely a lot of bird killing. And would it be like they're chirping and then there's subtitles? Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining like a cool scene where there's like one representative from each species and they're all sitting around a big like table. Oh, yeah, like a Congress-like setup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're discussing. But how will it benefit the flycatchers? <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. This is a great film. Yeah, I might get cranking on that script. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, all right, well, we're still slowly making our way to bread. That's the the bread update. Oh yeah, these ducks look hungry. These coots look hungry. His coots look hungry. Um, so we'll report back. So quick update: we were walking on a paved road and we encountered some earthworms. And I was trying to grab one to try and feed it to a bird. Then an old lady came up and yeah, you attracted quite a crowd. Attracted quite a crowd. Uh, old lady advised that I use my key to pick it up and. Then I had to kind of change my my goals with the worm, and uh, I had to act like a good citizen and just put them back into grass. 
All right, what's up, birds? What's up, birds? So it's now 11:45 a.m. We uh, we we departed out of the park. We got a hearty breakfast slash brunch. Now we're having a little after brunch, dude. Don't 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 get ahead of yourself. Okay. Then we went and got some coffee. We sat in the coffee shop and talk loudly while other people tried to do creative things on their laptop. <laughs> they did look perturbed. Yep. Yeah. Laptop people. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, they're there to be productive. I always think everyone's going to be delighted by overhearing my conversation. Yeah. With friends, always. Or someone will like laugh at something we say because we're being really clever and witty. But yeah, that never seems to happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. But I never feel delighted by other people's conversations. That's true. Well, other people aren't as funny as us. That's true. Yeah. So anyways, uh, Jesse left his birding book at the diner. But we went back and they, and he had it for us. So I was good. My phone's ringing, sorry. That's that whistling oh. sound. All right. Jesse's phone is ringing. We Just didn't like it did last episode. This guy's so popular. You guys like, no? Nope, missed it. All right, hold on one second. There's Miles. Oh. All right, so, any, so anyways, uh, Jesse uh, got his book back. Then we went to a, a liquor store slash mini grocery store. And uh, mm. got ourselves a delicious French baguette. I'm jealous of these birds, man. Yeah. And uh, oh, I, if only these birds knew what was in for them. <laughs> They would be so stoked. They don't. They have no idea what they have coming. So, anyways, now we're uh, munching on some bird food as we nonchalantly make our way back to Still Lake to feed the birds. We should have got it. Which, incidentally, is a song that Thomas apparently does not know, despite having seen Mary Poppins recently. Feed the birds. Feed the birds. Yeah, I think that's made up. Parentheses tuppence a bag. <laughs> I think you're lying to me right now. There's no way that's the song. I've but seen the video. <laughs> there's no way to find out for real. I put it on my website. Uh, we'll never know the answer to that question. Just like whether or not uh, dinosaurs had feathers, it will remain a great unknown. So here we are back at Stowe Lake. We're looking at a pigeon right now. It's walking around us. It's like they just walk until they hit something. They're like those vacuum cleaners that just bounce around the room, you know? Like a Roomba. Like a Roomba. Pigeon. I'm going to try and give the pigeon some, some like bread. Too. Pigeon. There's bread. Oh, yeah. The pigeon got bread. Oh, it got its little beak stuck in there. There's another pigeon that showed up. We'll reward it with some bread as well. Here you go, friend. Pigeons are eating the bread. Oh, We've oh. attracted a small We've fly. got a lot of pigeons coming around. Guess Even what? Even small ugly pigeon is getting some bread. Yeah, well, but you know, they're they're all beautiful in their own way. I would they say they do look good. I mean, they're stupid looking in common, but but pigeons actually look kind of cool. Yeah, they got that like teal on the back or the neck. Yeah, I like it. I and mean, it's kind of relaxing to see them doddering around. Doddering around? Yeah. Too bad they're not. So I'm taking pictures of uh, all these coots all around. There's a shit ton of them. You're really get, getting a chance to observe them close enough. They've got red eyes I can see now. 
and yep. a little kind of jewel-looking thing on their forehead. Yeah, what do you think the purpose of that jewel thing is? I think it glows when, uh... <laughs> they masturbate. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the source of their power. Look how big their feet are. Their feet look like, uh, peas. Yeah. They look like snow peas. Like snow peas, interesting. Yeah, you can hear them mouthing and off. They're really disproportionately large for how big they are. Not yeah. webbed, but I guess it's enough to power them through the water pretty good. It's interesting. Why aren't they webbed? That's my question. Well, all their evolution energy went to the jewel thing. And look, there's one with the yellow jewel. This coot is a cocky fucking coot. Oh, you think you're just going to get some bread? Coot? You think you're just going to get some bread just because you're right up in our grill? Well, you're correct. There's some bread. Uh, here, Jesse. Well, I, I feel like I'm hogging the, hogging the loaf. But I don't know. Wow. What, what emotion does this make you feel, feeding the birds? Ooh. Seeing them, uh, you know, fight for each piece of bread. Does it make you feel good to be feeding them, or...? Yeah, it makes me feel powerful and godlike. Yeah. It's interesting, there's a seagull in the back of the pack that does not seem interested in what we have going on. Like fucking hooded Maganza or whatever. Oh, yeah. Let's see if we can get him some bread. Okay. Oh, he was fast. Oh, and he dove underneath with the bread before the coos could wrestle it out of his beak. Oh, the hooded, uh... Oh, yeah, I'm gonna try and photograph that bad boy. That was a bad throw. The seagull seems really uninterested in what is going on. I can't throw far enough to get to the... I can't throw bread far Don't enough to get to the Don't be a pussy. Give me some of that bread. You see, you're underhanding it. I'm gonna get the seagull directly. Back. There you go, you dumb seagull. Oh, yeah, there you go. Dude, that seagull's tough. Yeah, no one fucks with the seagull. I think definitely seagulls are the alpha males of the bird kingdom, water bird kingdom. Do you think that seagull's ever killed? Yeah, oh, look at those eyes. Look at those dead eyes. It's killed many. What did he kill? Um, I guess seagulls eat meat and shit anyway. They eat, like, oysters and stuff. Yeah, it killed a drifter, actually. Damn, did you see that landing? No. That coot came in landed with his wings at his sides like he was a penguin. You silly coot. Thrilling out here on the pond, <laughs> folks. I wish you could feel the electricity. <laughs> yeah. All right, what do you think about this t-shirt design? So, if you are a gluten-free person, um, you wear a shirt that says, bread, dot, 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 dot. It's for the birds. Mm. And that's your, like, anti-gluten shirt. I like that a lot. Yeah, thank you. You want to try and hit him with a big piece of bread? <laughs> okay, here we are. We, uh, Jesse successfully identified that one bird as a hooded merganser. I nailed it, folks, with no book. Wow, and according to the book, they're quite rare to be seen. So, um, I feel like a really accomplished birder on this day. Um, and we just picked a spot randomly in Stowe Lake. It's, uh, 1217, we have a gentle gentle sprinkle slight wind i would say probably 50 degrees getting a little chilly and the birds seem unaffected they're the, partying and fighting and yeah living it seems like just watching these ducks and coots and stuff out here it seems like they have a pretty good life it seems like they're having a good time on the lake you know it, it does yeah so you know, um, that's what I'm realizing. You always think at the old man, what a loser. He's feeding the ducks sitting there by himself. But he's really in the middle of a duck metropolis. Yeah. Ducktropolis. Yeah. Uh, There's couples out strutting their stuff. 
little troublemaker coots. Yeah. Going too close to the shoreline. And what's cool right now is we just picked a random spot, started throwing breadcrumbs. Oh, there's some more hooded mergansers. A pair of mergansers. We're looking at a pair of mergansers. What mighty Are they females hoods. or males? One is, one is male, one is female. Uh, but the point is, the power of these little breadcrumbs, we've attracted a huge following of birds. I think we should try and get two different species to fight. So yeah. To the death, ideally. Oh, that's a male merganser. <coughs> oh, females so, are all brown. So those like are those. two gay mergansers here. <laughs> yeah. Flying their stuff. Extra rare. Extra rare. Flying their stuff here in San Francisco. Slamming their corkscrew dicks together. <laughs> all right, sorry, I stopped recording because I, I spotted a small child and I wanted to give bread to her. I thought she'd be excited to have bread to feed the birds. Her father seemed unenthusiastic. She didn't seem to care either. Every, so, it looked like that you were forcing it on them. Yeah, it looked like I was. I thought it'd be like, uh, I thought it'd be like, oh, cool, and then she get to feed the birds, and I'd, I'd do a nice thing. But it seemed uh, they seemed pretty indifferent towards my bread offer. Well, did you feed the birds when you were a little boy? I'm sure. I probably would have been hyped to feed. I, I did feed the it's birds. It's these dang millennials. Yeah. Yeah, like he said, they probably already have duck feeding games on their iPad, so they don't care about it in real life. They have Pokemon Go instead of birding. Right. But anyway, we just saw a pretty, another rare bird. Yeah. A I, ring-necked duck. Yeah, where is that bird? Oh, okay, I'm gonna look dead at the ring on its nose. <laughs> yep, definitely a ring, ring-necked duck. He looks like a model or something. Yeah? Like he's disinterested and interesting. Oh, he's in... He's disinterested because everything else is so much less interesting than him. Right. I like it. That's the model vibe. Yeah. You probably yeah. haven't received too many modeling instructions. <laughs> Except for maybe the uh, boring Muscovy duck catalog. <laughs> you can't say that word. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> We're starting quite a flurry over here. It's feeling very satisfying. It's bringing me every relaxation and also like an invigorating sense of power and control. Yeah. I'm now throwing bird uh, bread directly at birds out of anger. You're not doing them. At first I thought like we were gonna, we were gonna wreck these stuffs. <laughs> it's like a bread, but. Turns out there's the famous Stinson Beach story of the guy who killed the seagull with the grape. What is the story? Uh, not everyone knows Stinson Beach stories, Jesse. Yeah, but I feel like I've talked about it with you before, so I wanted to... I like to hedge my bets. <laughs> I'm always afraid that I'm going to get caught saying a story that I've said already. Yeah. So I just plow ahead with a story and then say, I think we talked about that already, but... Yeah. Alright. But some guy threw a grape at a seagull and broke its wing at a birthday party. I, mean, I, do, I do remember you telling me this before. Yeah. I don't. First of all, if you're not, if you're not, um, if natural selection has not made your wing strong enough to withstand a grape, then well, there's a twist to the story, actually. Okay. Years later, he confessed. It came up. He was sitting with my friend around the fire or something, and he leaned over and said, "It was a rock." <laughs> Jesse, that might be the best story that will ever be told. 
It's on, my favorite story. On any podcast. You can hear the ducks love it. They're chirping away. They can't get enough of that story. Oops. They really do sound like they sound like uh they're like gossiping and shit. Yeah. Why are you talking why are you talking smack, birds? You're into the ones with corkscrew penises. Yeah, let's see if we can get a look at these corkscrew. corkscrew. Let's not try and see if we can flip a duck. Google how to flip a duck. (laughs) Google how to how to arouse a duck. Yeah, well step one is to flip it, then step two is to arouse it. Right. Because it comes out and ejaculates within like two seconds. It's like <laughs> relatable. You don't have a long, you don't have a long time to see. There's a lot of comments like that on the yeah. explosive version of a duck penis video. <laughs> I bet. Um, all right. Well, anyways, everything's going well. I gave a, I we gave a <laughs> long. Say re- that again. We gave a long recording for Jesse to now edit. Good luck, amigo. Uh, we'll check back when we. Uh, bring our bread to a, a more poppin' spot. Uh, Bag it. <laughs> oh, little pieces, little pieces. Yeah. All right, so here we are. We're back to the uh, knockoff turkeys and ducks. Trying to work them up into a frenzy with all these breadcrumbs. This one is walking up to us. It's getting mighty close. I'm about to get out alpha and start backing away. I'm gonna step forward. Shirking into a corner. Yeah, no, you can't show fear, Jesse. That's the first, first rule of birding is don't show any fear. Well, I'm not trying to show fear. Here, there's one piece of bread I want you to have. Oh, this is this. a big piece of bread. So this is our final piece of bread. <clears throat> and with this bread, we'll be signing off, I, I believe. Oh, that's good. That's a good sign off. Yeah. Cast the bread and like, like it's Jewish New Year. Like it's Jewish New Year. I would say that uh, it's been an enlightening experience. Delightful to see all the different birds. I would use words like thrilling. Thrilling. And I think we're going to stop recording before the family gets Whoa. close to us and realize we're recording a bird podcast. Oh, it's getting close. Sorry. Well, uh, just remember, when you're birding, the sky's the limit. <laughs> all right, bye.